1: Welcome to a Funny Feeling Podcast. I'm Betsy Sodaro. And I'm Marcy Jaro. This is a podcast where comedians tell us their paranormal experiences, and we listen to yours as well. Oh, yeah. And if you have one of these paranormal experiences that you want to share with us, please email it to us at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. Now get cozy. And prepare yourself to be scared. Silly! silly. This
2: is... Is a funny feeling podcast. Hey, a Betsy. Hey,
3: Marcy. <laughs> hey,
2: Marcy. Hey. <laughs> um, I am truly so excited to have our guests on today because Ooh. we are th- almost, we've almost been friends for 20 years, right? Almost yeah. 20 years. Oh. Almost 20. Oh, really? And she is just so fucking dope. I know you're going to love her. Um, she is a student of the universe. Yes. And she's also a part of the podcast Party in Peril. Should I Barone. Did I do it? Should you I? did it. You
3: did <laughs> it.
4: That's a perfect intro. And you rolled her R perfectly. I That's love it. That's a, good R, that was sure, a good R roll for sure.
3: That was a very good R roll.
2: I just remember meeting Shaddai and her trying to teach her five, like (laughs) mid, like most of them were from the Midwest. And then me, it was like, yeah, a bunch of like corn fed, like (laughs) (laughs) it was a culture
4: shock. It was a, I think, I think I told you Marcy, it was like the first time I was around white people, like, like really around other white people. Cause I grew up in South Texas and like right by the border of Mexico so that's like all I knew and this is my first time away from home at 19 is that how old we were yeah 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 we turned 20
1: there
2: yeah and it was just wait where was it college oh we met at the Walt Disney college program
1: yeah. Disney World culture. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: Cool. I know. They put a we, whole bunch of strangers in a house. <laughs> yeah. It was like the boring real world. It was six. It was literally the I boring I mean, that real is funny. World. Like Walt Disney
1: <gasps> real world where everybody's just oh, like, no. What hey, My your cat. My
2: my cat just had something fall on him. Oh, Sorry, no. yes. <laughs> I watched it happen in slow motion. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there were six of us in a three bedroom, two bath apartment. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Whoa. we were we
4: were very fortunate to have someone who was of age, who, who was twenty one. That's right. And so she hooked us up with the alcohol. That very loser. good that loser. yeah with just <laughs> the the shitty ass off, and we would just make what was it with the orange shoes make screwdrivers oh, and shit yes yeah. oh
2: my god yes i call Messy. that person i barely i can't remember their name but bethany <gasps> yes <gasps> Bye- bethany i i only say loser she was so funny we laughed our heads off uh, <laughs> but yes. if you were 21 you could live in this apartment complex that was for 21 and up oh and they, like, partied hard there. And so oh. everyone underage lived together. And for some reason, she chose to live with underage people. Yeah,
1: I mean, she's like, like think this she... is going to make me rad. <laughs> right. Yeah. She
4: she had the wherewithal. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
4: I'm going to yeah. be the cool one in the
3: house. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, my God. I can remember... Shaddai the conversation you were talking about when you said that you'd never live with or never been around white people before and I remember I remember this because I always call on this I was like what do you mean (laughs) you're not white I had no idea yeah
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean (laughs) I'm
2: definitely white passing for sure but even still like I thought that like I just didn't I only knew I just didn't know that Uh like Cause you're from Mexico, and I I've met other Mexican people. I also thought that was called white people, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a weird kind of shelter, <laughs> shelters right. where you don't even know that yeah, people know. who yeah. aren't white aren't white. <laughs> <laughs> right,
4: right. <laughs> Basically, <Yeah. laughs> no, it's true. It's it's really true, and 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 it's interesting because I think a lot of us maybe maybe because like my family especially is very mixed and so you know some of us are darker some of us are even lighter like my mom's a redhead naturally she's a, a curly hair redhead and everyone thought that she was adopted because she was the only one that came out with red hair and things like that. so it's interesting how like the mix that we have and uh, and unfortunately, like a lot of that racism still is in Mexico obviously like within the the lighter colored skin people and uh, yeah, like People will marry others for their kids to be lighter. Like they want their kids to be lighter. So they are like looking for partners and spouses and stuff to like naturally bleach their own family line, basically. It's so weird. Oh,
2: I never thought of it like that. But I guess that is a lot of like, I like guys with blue eyes. It's like, well, that I know what you're gonna get with the blue eyes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. It, I know yeah. what that package looks I know, like. Right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah.
2: Wow. That's Holy shit. Weird. I mean, yeah. not. It's just. It's a, a lot to absorb at once. Right. Also. I just want to keep going. Shijai was a little goth when we
3: lived Good. together. Good. Oh, dude, not
4: Good. even a little. Like, <laughs> and I still technically am, like, down. You know, now I'm a very colorful, pastel gothy bitch, yeah. you know, but,
0: but and yeah. And she's like, very
4: tall. She's,
2: how tall are you? Six feet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. So she always had Ginkos. And, like, so yes! in
3: her Those
2: early 2000s. You had, like, piercings and stuff. And you right, remember... piercings, tattoos. Originally, Shaddai and I were not in the same bedroom, but we what, got along the best, so she <laughs> she moved <laughs> into my room. Yeah, There's a lot go. of other
1: stuff that went on. Who'd you kick it? out? Who'd you kick, out? Oh, Who'd no. you kick well, out?
4: Luckily, one of our roommates... <laughs> left. Right. And she was actually uh, my roommate. So she was busy um enjoying her youth with many different men and boys <laughs> within the I know uh, within the club. And a lot Ooh. of times I wouldn't be in my room because she was too busy fucking. So wow. like for a good while She got what? What was it? She got tired because she missed her boyfriend back home, and I was like, "What the fuck? You have a boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Holy no idea!"
2: All the while, you're like sleeping on the couch or whatever, or at or at at Jalen's, yes, Uh, or somebody's house at one
4: of our friends, yeah. Yeah, oh. she was
2: sleeping over at other people's homes because her roommate was like having bad sex in, yeah. in their like <laughs> shared room. <Yeah. laughs> so oh. she leaves because she misses her boyfriend. <laughs> and then I had a our my roommate was a bit strange. <laughs> she Special? was becu- she was peculiar. Um she I don't wanna she it had sounds her quirks. bad.
4: She no, she had her quirks. She was very
2: nice, very
4: yeah. nice, very sweet, very nice. She had her quirks, and I think because Marcy and I at that point already we were just hanging out all the time, uh, going to concerts, smoke doing sticks, so, smoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> smoke we had our own connection, sing-ies. so we were able to <laughs> sell the idea to her by saying, "Like, listen, you can have this whole room all by yourself, <gasps> like do yeah. whatever you want," so that yeah. Marcy and I could like room together, and that was Shh. perfect.
2: I remember part of why I didn't like rooming with her is because. She would gasp really loud oh. in the middle of the night and sit <gasps> up and stare at me. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's
3: right,
4: <gasps> Listen, I'm better. I'm so I am gassy, so I know I fart a lot. So I'm pretty sure our our <laughs> like evenings were was not any better. But I remember <laughs> you saying like she is
2: staring at me. <laughs> she would stare at me in my sleep a lot. Marcy!
1: Yeah. Uh, Spooky! Yeah. Yes. Her, you should have opened with that of like, here's why <laughs> I didn't want to stay with her.
2: Honestly, I think I repressed it. I just remembered that You're she like, was oh, shit.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
2: gotta be
4: weird, right? Like the silhouette of just her staying in the up eyes. I could oh, see it the see? eyes. And,
2: yes. Did she, and did she know she was doing it? Like, you know, I don't this was like That's I said, a good we, she question. Was a, she was a big we live with <laughs> at least two very strange women. <laughs> at <And> least then- <laughs> At least, I think one of them was pretty chill and normal. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, any if we say any f- more, we sound like bullies. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this. Yeah, I like this.
4: Come on. Like, give me some Disney World there, a, I, But you know what, you and Marcy, you're not wrong because I know I was. I know I was a fucking bully. <laughs>
3: like and I it's was.
4: So because You're I was so, so nice. I mean, <laughs> no, like I was so living with me. Oh, those this was another thing that scared Marcy. She was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to clean the room. Because I was like heavy on making sure making sure our place was clean and like the kitchen, the bathroom, like all yeah. the our shared stuff. Like if they had their shoes out, I was throwing their shoes. And I think um yeah, Julie. She was sweeping, and I was like, "That's not how you sweep." And I grabbed the the, the broom <laughs> and I swept for her. I was just shocked because, like, I'm I'm so, uh, or I was. Now I'm I'm much more lenient. But yeah, I was like a stickler for having a clean home. Also, a <laughs> weird cool. thing
2: she did was someone got conjunctivitis, and she put tea in their eye. She boiled ah, yes. water and and steeped. T and then bl- the th- th- let it cool. I did. And they a, allowed her to drop it in their eye. You were it's good you. for you.
4: Listen, it was funny because <laughs> this is okay. So back what? then, and he, well, here's what's funny. It's also growing up. We did a lot of home remedies. Like all, I had so many home remedies that I've learned, and I think partly because of my grandmother, which is also passed down to my mom, and so on and so forth, of using a lot of herbal stuff and things to do naturally. Right. So yes, tea was one for the eye. Uh, Remember when I put lard in Bethany's hair? (laughs) <laughs> she, you do sound over- like a
1: bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. No, trying this will help.
4: I was she doing was... It for real. I was really trying to help. Yeah, because she like over bleached her hair and it got so dry. Bethany, like, of course, Bethany
1: did. God.
2: <laughs> yeah. Come We're on, just like Bethany. down memory lane. She's like, I'm
1: gonna bleach my hair. I and, like I, I'm gonna be so cool with these underage kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 21 year old gonna bleach my hair she like
2: would talk like this was her voice was
3: kind of high yeah it was a high hi. she's like my mom
2: calls you Mandy Marcy <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. Anyway, so cute I only say the tea thing because I look if you were like I'll put a tea bag, <laughs> bag on your eye to like to like soothe it but you were literally pour. I walked in and I was like you're pouring tea on a person's face <laughs>
4: And I it... cool. I waited till it was cool. It was like, you know, nice and cool. It wasn't gonna hurt.
2: <clears throat>
3: okay, did it, okay. Work. Did, did it it
4: kill work? them? No, I um, didn't. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't remember.
2: I don't, I don't remember. I don't we just let sure shit sure do whatever. I know. Y'all let me do like, a lot of shit. <laughs> um. So I called you a student of the universe. What does that mean to you?
4: Okay, so. What it means to me is last year, it's funny how we all talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll talk about how like 2020 has been this crazy shit year. Well, my personal shit year was 2019 when uh. like I was very toxic to myself and, and a, a lot of things Right, where I just honestly was feeling so depressed, like that was the first time that I had this sort of depression and I started therapy and I started, um, really to work on myself mentally, emotionally, um, to get back in line because I had two people in my life who killed themselves right (gasps) on Christmas and New Year's, like within that same time period. And then I had what's called, um, um, survival re- remorse or, or yeah, survival's guilt. guilt, survival's yeah. guilt. So I was dealing with survivor, survivor's guilt because I was like, I just talked to you like right before Christmas. You know, mm. it's like you picked up your paycheck. We were talking about the gifts you got for your daughter, like all this stuff. Right. And so I fell into this fall, this rabbit hole that my therapist was able to like help me through homework where I was saying, it's like, like, how, like, why are you Why did they kill themselves if they had all these Mm -hmm. things, all these reasons to live, right? Like you got kids, you got um, a spouse, you got a home, you got all these things. and And I couldn't understand where the break was. And she said it in a way that threw me into this ride where she said, like, you know, those are outsourced. You know, those are outside things that's outside stimulation. Mm -hmm. There are people in this world who will lose their home, who will lose a close family member who will lose basically what we consider their life and they still find joy and happiness Uh, to live like they still find a reason because that's internal it's something that outside sources can't get in like they're they're good and they're strong enough to like hold that I was like holy fuck like what is mine you know like I realized yeah because I was like I'm in my late 30s I'm not married I don't have any kids like I I just couldn't figure I was like what's my reason for living if if they could not you know so then my homework was to find all these things internally of my reason for being alive right so from that, I realized that, like, yeah, all these outside sources are, are things that's going to happen to us, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. And yeah. we realized that we have no control. We have no control of it at all. And the only thing I can control is how I react to it and what I'm doing internally to find my peace, right? So I just, like, I literally surrendered. Like, I I, I was crying. It was such a heavy depression that oh. in September... It hit me so hard in September where I was literally ready to check out and I finally, and what I did was I surrendered to the universe. I just said, okay, you know what? I'm done. Like I'm done doing it my way, doing it like just guide me. Like this is, what do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? Just guide me. So I surrendered to the universe and literally like almost back to back within the same day, and the day later, and all of a sudden, like I started seeing things. I started, things started like coming to me, and and at first I thought I had to work hard, but I realized like once I surrendered, the universe like literally paved it. It was like, oh, finally, like you dumb bitch, so you finally got out of your own way, you know, <laughs> wow. and and it opened up in ways that I never expected. You know, I was I was having conversations and watching films and podcasts and things like literally tools were coming towards me and um i was listening to a podcast with with uh, Tim Ferris and Amanda Palmer and she talked about this book called Dusting Ashes on Buddha so I'm listening to what she had to say. And she was saying how, like, she had this piece right after she read the book. So I was like, all right, like, I'm going to go find this book. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, holy shit, like, I totally get it. Like, I, I then started realizing that I, why am I even checking out? Like, I literally do not know the answers to the world. Like, there's so much I I have left, you know, in yeah. this planet, in this plane, in this lifetime. Where I'm like, I literally have not experienced a lot and and this is all it is I'm just a student of this universe now 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 I'm just like all right teach me like like show me and and I'm following my own curiosity and I'm following um and listening like I I'm finally at a place mentally and emotionally where I could just sit down and just observe and not absorb and and that's such a that's such an interesting uh perspective like now I'm seeing the world. Much differently, and I'm experiencing it better than I've ever had before, so that's why i'm a, I'm a student
2: that's so fucking
1: amazing that's incredible, <laughs> yeah holy shit that's really cool like just from what you said i'm like i gotta okay i'm gonna do some of that stuff myself uh that sounds very nice and wow it feels really really nice and it is one of those where i even
4: it's it's work like there's still work involved where i have to remind myself like okay if if something if i feel off i have to I have to question like is that ego talking or is that my soul is that my spirit you know and wow, and, yeah. and, and that's been another thing of within my journey as i say it's like you know this is my journey this is what what i'm finding out and i'm realizing that I'm diving even deeper into um divination and and a few other tools which really have worked and what's crazy is that like I've since I was a kid was the first time that I learned not learn how but I astroprojected projected out of my body in my sleep and Whoa. I didn't and I didn't know what that was during <clears throat> that time like during that time I had no idea what that was I remember having um an experience of thinking it was just a dream and then waking up and I'm talking to my brother because he was in it and I was like oh you and I we did this and he's like yeah and then we did this and I was like yeah Wait, what? And we realized that we both astral projected and had an adventure together out of our body. And we both thought it was a dream, but it was in the dream state. Right. I got chills. (laughs) And it was crazy to think. And so my brother would have his own experiences like he would see certain things that I wouldn't see. Um, and it was very scary when we were kids because he yeah. he would either like he didn't he didn't like to see what was under the bed because like, he would sleep in the floor area. We had a very tight room. And he said, like, right under your bed, is it which is what I slept on? He's like, there is a dead angel under your bed. Like he would Whoa, tell me that. Oh,
3: shit. What? Nice. Dead angel. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I know. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, there's he's like, there is a dead angel laying down under your bed. And, and I just Is that a
2: demon? Is that what that
4: means? I don't know. But he was young. He was like four, or five years oh. old, like telling me oh. this. And I and I just yeah. didn't know what that was and what that meant. But I remember like, oh, that's weird. And I think I mentioned or I asked him like a couple of years ago. I'll have to ask him again. But yeah, like we'll have these interesting experience and I remember telling my grandmother and she said, you're like me. She goes like, I I do this too. And so she would start telling me all these stories of how she also astral projected and it was somebody from her past who came to visit her and basically like guided her to the heaven and hell realms. (gasps) And it was, and it was interesting. So she, she said that what it looks like, is ah. the embodiment of the hu- of a human body and Ooh, within the okay. human body yeah and it was interesting she goes like within the human body you're walking through and and it looks as if you know these people are either diseased or crying or, or chained up or whatever like in the body like and, like that's what hell looked like like hell looked like like they are just sort of fighting within themselves and there and there's like a constant fight but they're all connected like they're all still connected with each other like in this weird sort of chain and that was the hell that she saw and then when she saw heaven Ah. like that was like another different uh feel and the the same thing and so now thinking about it she's not wrong you know like heaven and hell it's it's in us like it's literally inside your body right yeah, like it, it's it's still internal. Like if we are a representation of whatever's out there and cosmics and things like that, it's like we are connected. Like I do feel that. I do truly feel that, you know, our organisms and, and our biochemistry and everything, like we are from the stars. We are from stardust, you know, and things like that. Yeah. And, and And we are going to react in the same way. Like our own heaven and hell is internal as well. So oh. she would tell me these, uh, these stories. And and she would kind of sort of guide me a little bit, like if I had another experience. So I started having more experiences um, in my teenage years, I guess, like when... You're actually going through transitions and shit like that, right? Puberty.
1: Puberty. What a fucking wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I know. So, yeah. And for Are you, a- it had to be nuts because you like shot up, right? Like, you- I
4: shot up. Oh my God. Mm. Like, my, I was so dumb and stupid. Well, one, um, <laughs> yeah, because I was 14 going on 15 and I did. I shot up like really oh, tall. I-
2: yeah. Yeah. Like, you, and I,
4: coo- yeah. Sorry. And I had all these like stretch marks, right? Like, like the whole growing Whoa. pains, right? Like your uh-huh. body hurting. And I had all these stretch marks all over my body. And like, I just looked like a very tall tiger. So fuck <laughs> it. I owned it. <laughs>
3: Google, man.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I so, like you yeah. stopped
1: growing in sixth grade. <laughs> I know. I just got fatter. Like that's <laughs> truly it. Where it's just like yes, eh, growing from side to side. fatter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, All okay, right, cool man. <laughs>
2: it's, it should be just as impressive.
1: Yeah, isn't that All awesome? Right, it I is. still have yeah, like, like
2: people are cool? always like, "Wow, you're so tall." You should be like, "Wow, you're so fat." That's wow, great. you're so
1: wide. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so Thank cool. you. Uh,
2: I'm like I really into like fat women and like how women are like I love a tall man like a big oh a big fat woman
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's some there are people who are there are that's true
4: there's a fetish for everything.
2: Oh, yeah but yeah. Point, you don't want to be a fetish you just want to
3: be <laughs> yeah. like just let me for me right, <laughs> yeah,
2: just, uh, um you were saying though that like during that time your grandmother was gra- guiding you through stuff like as you were going through puberty or like did you have other experiences like yeah
4: um one that stood out the most and it was because like before the one I'm about to say like it was very weird like I remember would I would wake up on the phone talking to someone like I would have I would have moments where like i'm not oh. in my body but i'm but then i wake i come to my body and i'm on the phone with somebody and i'm like how what is going on wait and, what
2: but and like that, you would literally be on the phone with somebody. literally then. be on the phone with somebody and, and don't i know don't know how you got
3: there
4: i don't know i don't know how it happened i don't know how it started i just oh. know i came to like i like all of a sudden like i don't even know where i was right but i i came to into my body like, as I'm talking and I'm looked down, and I'm, on, I'm on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, OK, wow. sorry, bye. And I hang up and I, and I have no idea what happened. Um, and later on, I think I was probably 17 and I had this one where I I woke up crying. Like, I wasn't ready for it. I just I didn't want to see it. Right. It was where something was trying to show me, like it was trying to guide me and show me something. I really wanted to, for me to go into this, I guess it was a movie theater. And all I remember is that it was like, yellow was a very prominent color. I go into this movie theater And I get locked in this room with a whole bunch of people and the lights go out. And there's this (gasps) book that's floating down. And I remember as it's happening, I kept saying, like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. Like, I was like, I wasn't ready for it. Like, I don't want to see this. Right. And the book starts flipping its pages and it's showing me (gasps) clippings, like newspaper clippings of Bob Hope. And then it goes into this little girl whom is dressed in a little ballerina outfit who's dead. You know, like it's, it's in the newspaper, it's a newspaper clipping Uh and, and it's trying to show me more. And I just kept saying like, no, stop. I want this to stop. And I, and I wake up crying and my room is freezing cold. And I like, again, I'm living down in the South in the Valley, like it coldest ever gets outside. It's probably 60 degrees. And this was, Uh which, which never ever happens, but the, my room was so cold i know it was 5 a.m because i that's around the time my mom wakes up so i I got i got out of the room and i see my mom and i'm telling her i'm like and she just said she's like okay you had a visit like that's what happens the room gets cold you didn't want it and, and you had a visitor like someone was trying to tell you something and I made it Ugh. stop. Like I didn't. I didn't want that experience anymore. And like I think a year or two later, that's when the sixth sense comes out, and he's talking about your body feeling tingly, and the room. Get, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's literally that Ooh. feeling. That's exactly what yeah. happens. Like yeah. your whole body just gets real tingly, and you're either like leaving or you're coming back into. And it's such a weird feeling like why that even happens like it's 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 a connection that's telling you like you're either here or you're not
1: (gasps) which is crazy holy shit that's wild that's so nice though that your family was like okay like uh, believing you (laughs) you know I could see my parents being like all right yeah get out of here man well what's funny my parents always seem to find
4: a home right next to a cemetery (laughs) and and, and we always say the joke. It's like, I mean, the neighbors are quiet, you know, it's just like a,
3: but <laughs> they're quiet, right, Yeah, <laughs> but there's
4: times that they're not quiet, and we'll <gasps> feel that they're coming into the house. Like it'll <gasps> happen, um, oh. and it's usually either they're like walking around because they're a swan timer. I was laying in bed, and I can hear someone i could hear hear footsteps like someone is just going around the room like (gasps) in circles over and over just just stepping around and i'm just like what the fuck do you want you know it's like how did you get in are are you trying to leave like are you thinking of something like what are you doing you know and i asked my mom and my dad to come in and they just like together we were like please leave the room just pass through and Uh. and there are times where like we're just sitting down in the living room and there was a time where the doors and the like everything started rattling like everything just shook and we just stopped <sighs> we, we, were, we were chatting we were talking we just stopped talking and we we let the whole thing rattle and then it went away we're like okay well that was something and wow. and, and, and things like that like just little little weird things like that where my brother would think that he sees my dad watching TV and then all of a sudden my dad walks into the room he's like oh. who the fuck is watching TV you know like ew these yeah. little like just things in passing that'll happen Whoa. so i think like they believe it because we've all experienced it cuz everybody
2: was feeling it and experiencing it yeah we were all feeling it
3: oh i cannot
2: <laughs> imagine what the fuck <laughs> it would be like to have like to be all together and being like, oh shit. Or just like like to be like, there's someone in my room and your parents are like, we know. Yes. Yeah, we feel them too. Like oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy shit. And, and I think
4: because I don't I don't know. I, I it's it's normalized in our family because yeah. of that. And I think what's interesting too, like Marcy, so like the times I've gone to New Orleans. Um, even was it last year? Yeah. Last year I went, and I think a couple of years ago I went, I'll go into, you know, the French quarter will they have all the, the people reading cards and stuff.
1: Yeah. And
4: anytime I walk by or I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get my cards read. They will say, Oh, you're one of us. Or oh. like, Oh, like, yeah, like they, they, there's a connection that they know. And, and at first, you know, before my whole thing last year, I was just against it i was just like no 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 like you know i i get it but no like i'm not into it right. and it wasn't until last year where i was like okay fine like i've literally been fighting this so whatever the universe is, happen- is wanting yes. to teach you something <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. so so it was one of those like okay i need to stop fighting it what do you have like literally you've been trying to talk to me let me get through so last year, I think it was in November or December, I had another thing. And you know how I was saying that I didn't know how I got out of my body.
2: Uh-huh. And I was
4: on the phone and I found myself in that, and that way. Were you talking
2: day. to people you knew or strangers?
4: No. Well, I, I have spoken to people I've known before. Like I've... I've recently spoken to my grandmother who passed away a few years ago. So I've you're spoke- on the
2: phone, but you're talking to people like that's what I'm trying to like. Oh, you yeah, like- that that I was on the phone with some
4: like a living person. Like but I was on. You- the, I didn't know. I don't know who the person was. I don't know. What the? Like, I, I have no idea like that. I, I just did not know. <laughs> So what's what's interesting, you know, like the movie is it inception where they, you know, they come out of their body and they're like, oh, there's an open vessel. And if you're not careful, (gasps) someone will take advantage of you. Like they'll take they'll take control of your body. And that's basically what happened. Right. Like I I had no idea. And at that time, I didn't know that was a thing. Like I had no I was a kid. I was a teenager. I, I didn't realize that that's what happened. And again, it wasn't until last year that I finally understood what was happening. And the reason for it is because I've been very actively working hard on myself internally, um, loving my body. Like now I'm in this point where I'm like, okay, you know, like soul, you chose this body. Like you're the one that wants to be here. You're the one that wants to like live this life. This is the body you chose. So let's make amends and and let's actually work together. So now I I speak to, which is kind of like your inner child, right? I speak to her and I say like, okay, like, what do you want? You want pizza for yeah. a whole week? Fuck it. We're gonna eat pizza for a whole Ooh, week. You know? That's <laughs> nice. My so, body
1: says that a lot too. Yes. Yeah. I so had that's pizza my last night.
4: <laughs> yeah. And I love it. <laughs> like that's my relationship now. My relationship awesome. is is being very kind to myself, kind to my body, and actually mm-hmm. mentally working on that. So last year in November, I was having another um, visitation basically. But this time, it was trying to push my soul out. <gasps> <gasps> like oh, look, it was, it was, it was physically trying to push, and if and it feels like what a real person would do when they like push you, they're trying to shove you <gasps> your, your shoulder, like, and that's what it felt like. And all I said was like, "No, no, 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 I've worked too hard for this body. This is my body. You can come in if you want to talk to me, but you are not pushing me out. So that's what I." Told this this other entity that was trying to come in. So they came in. And when they came into my soul, <gasps> my whole vision turned black and white. And I was actually blind in one eye. And what I started hearing was a cackling in my voice. And it was <gasps> so spooky and creepy. Yeah, I was Ew, like, whoa, I that's a real cackle. Chills. Yeah. I was like, is- <laughs> so then uh, I see I see this vision. And at first I thought it was like a little nurse's hat, like one of those old school timing, uh, 1940s, ratchet, 50s. Dude, yeah. You're right. But but then the vision started getting um, what looked almost like smoky silhouette. And, and then it changed. And I realized that she was a nun. So like oh. her whole cap and gown oh. started changing. She was a nun. And I was like, and Shoving I see- you. And I see her being a teacher. She's she's like um reprimanding a student or something. Like I I just yep. see her doing all these things. So I'm getting like her memories and she's laughing his in hysterics. <gasps> Ew. And, then, and then all of a sudden my vision changes again, but this time it changes to what looks like a wide angle lens and from behind and in, in the back of my my head. And I'm like, that's a weird thing. And I just hear my bird, my bird, and I turn over and there is a black bird on my hand and i was like holy shit like is this is this your pet is this your bird like how old is he she goes seven well actually five in the living world and two in in the the spirit world and i was like oh wow and she's so excited the bird and her were in my body and they they, they left then like they like as smooth as it came in they like swept out of my body and it was like tingling and the vision just changed back into color and i could see both in both my eyes now but it was weird and it was interesting she this bird waited for her her pet was waiting for her like he had been dead for two years and once she left like it came in to like get her and now they left And then then later on, I realized I live really close to a Catholic church, and I'm pretty sure it's one of those, or not Catholic church, a Catholic school. So I don't know if she was like around there or what happened, but that was the experience. I was like, holy fuck, like that was weird. Like I had two other spirits inside my body, and one was an animal. And what was interesting too... That gave me closure, honestly, was anytime I would drive and if I would see road killed or something, I'd be like, OK, that that soul's not in there anymore. Like, it's just a vessel. And I would have to remind right. myself, I was like, I am a vessel like this is a vessel yeah. where like we're going to come through every once in a while. And I was like, OK, I just hope that spirit finds another vessel, you know, and see
2: yeah. where it goes from there.
3: Oh, <gasps> wow
2: wild so when it happened what to paint a picture like before the moments before where were you what time of day like i was asleep this was one of
4: those like dream things i was asleep yeah. it was early in the morning because i woke up with it i like, guess i'm my vision's coming back i i'm waking up and it's already like kind of daylight like it's early mm-hmm. morning and for some reason, in my dream, I, I was taking a shower. Like that's all that was. I was just taking a shower, and and then all that happened. So it was like early, wow. early morning when that all happened. And um, and so that was in November. And last year, also in February, when I was in New Orleans, I had uh, kind of like the same thing. The house I was staying, at, I was on Airbnb. And it Were was you in New of... Orleans
2: for this year's Mardi Gras? No, it was last year. Oh, okay. was like, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was dangerous. No. Not 2020. No, it
4: was 2019, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was there for that, and in that one, I was so it was it was it started sweet, but then like the realization came in of what was going on. So I was in this house, and it didn't look like the house I, that the Airbnb that I was at, but I was in another home in which these two little kids the little boy he was they're they're both black one of them the little boy he looked like he could have been maybe 10 or 11 years old and he was dressed very like almost victorian-esque looking and stuff Yep. and but the little girl she was probably like four years old and she uh was all tattered up and she was very sweet and both of them like came to me and wanted to play and I and I held her and I picked her up and I wish I could remember their names but I was chatting with them and then all of a sudden there's like a knock on the door and then it pounds even harder and harder and they <gasps> both get scared and they're like that's madam I can't remember her name I'm like we gotta go they're like we can't be talking to you we can't we gotta go and I'm getting pissed and I'm like are you fucking kidding me and I I start <sighs> screaming and I'm telling this other spirit this this evil woman who's like coming through and i'm like how dare that you enslave them even in the past life like in the next life like i was so mad i was like not only do you have them as slaves when they were living but now in their soul spirit you're still (gasps) you still enslave them and i was pissed and i was yelling at her and i woke up to like the sound of uh a train like so loud like it just it it, it started honking so loud. It was probably like five in the morning and I woke up again like shaking because I was so angry. I was so wow. angry and sad for these children that I'm like, I cannot believe. And then I guess later on, I went on one of those uh, ghost tours and, and I learned that a lot of these people were hiding the bodies in the homes. You know, like like they're they're slaves that died or whatever. Like they would either hide them in the homes in the walls oh. or whatever, because they're like, they're not gonna give them a funeral. They just like toss them wherever and, have, and it pissed me off to the idea of like, this is what happened to these kids. These kids are Absolutely. Died and and they're trapped. Like they're trapped yeah. and this oh. woman has still trapped them.
2: It was oh. like at a certain time in New Orleans, I, I forget the year, but they like people all of a sudden, like it was like, okay, you cannot be doing this to slaves. Like you can punish them, but it has to be within us. So, like, there was like sort of like uh, a code to what people were allowed to do, but people were still treating them terribly. So they were doing yeah. it secretly now for the first oh, time. Oh, God. And that, that, that tracks though. Ugh. Oh, man. I know. Ooh. I know. And it's like, I've known Shaddai a long time, so this isn't <laughs> like someone I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I do think that there was something to, like, in that state, you being able to kind of bridge the worlds and, yeah. Yeah. Wild, though.
4: Yeah, no, and it's
2: interesting.
4: Like, I went to, was it? Earlier this year in January, um, we have like a <laughs> witches convention basically, and uh, <laughs> cool. yeah, which is really neat. They would have it like once a month, and in one of the tables, like again, the dude I didn't say shit. He looks at me, he goes, "You," and he comes here and he grabs this what's called a grounding stone. And it's a it's a round, very very heavy stone, and then next to it it says like, "If you astral project, you need this to." come back basically and, and I was like holy shit like I didn't tell you know he just saw me from the crowd and was like this is what you need and as if he fucking knew and I was like holy shit and I have that next to my bed so the idea is that I put my energy before bed on there so in case uh-huh. I do leave you know my body is open so I need to be able to like come back into straight in my body as fast as I can. And one of the tips he told me too is that if for whatever reason I lose my way, think about my my ancestors, my family, you know, excuse me, people I trust and they will help me guide me back into my body. Whoa. And uh, and it's interesting. I've had so many other experiences that things that I've learned that I thought was kind of cool and uh, has relaxed my anxiety and an idea of the afterlife there's a library like th- there's a huge beautiful library in the afterlife which huh. all these people cuz it was it was interesting like i ran into this one dude i had to talk to him out of something cuz he was pissed off but uh, we're wa- we're going through this huge, beautiful library. And he's like, oh yeah, like we get all the books here. And like we, you, if you're a reader, you we can read the damn you want, like, Yes. <laughs> and then there was like another section that looked like a casino. Basically he's like, Ooh. oh yeah, you can play here. Like, like I was getting a really cool tour of, of this other plane basically. And I was like, man, this is actually really nice. So there, there, It's nice because it's like you can chill there if you want to. And whenever you're ready to like, I think I want to experience life again. Then you, you know, you get to check out if you want to.
2: I always think of defending your life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, you Mm do.
4: I love that movie. I Albert Brooks,
2: he knew it he was he had something. (laughs)
4: Yes.
2: (laughs) At this witches convention. I don't know if they're giving you tips, but like can't like what do we think? Can someone just take over? Like, is that a, could someone just take over your body or?
4: I think what's interesting and I, and I'm still um, mulling it over. And this idea is now that I've had like other spirits inside while my spirit is still in my body, I really started thinking about schizophrenia and like, Um. I can totally see how, like, what if that's what it is? Like, what if all these different, entities are just trapped they're trapped in the same vessel you know like what if Whoa. there's something more to it you know and this is why one will take over the other and I, like I had to have a conversation with her and be like you are not pushing me out like tell me what you want to tell me but do not push me like I work too hard for this body and and I now I'm questioning that And I'm questioning like if there is more to that you know like if there are more wow. spirits just trapped in a body that they're still fighting over you know yeah,
2: yeah. Or if they're just, like, stubborn and don't want to leave. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Not everyone's chill. <laughs> no, that's yeah, true. Even, I mean, we're all super chill, but not I know, yeah. yeah. It's like, I all right. Do. Dude, we're all so chill, man. <laughs> there, there's mo- I'll have to tell my spirit, too,
4: sometimes where I'm like, all right, you wanted this job. Fucking do it. Like, like, like right, I'm going yeah. to sit
1: back here. If you want to go play, go play. Like, do this job. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whoa, when you talk to because you've mentioned like you've talked to like relatives and stuff, do they do do they talk about what it's like? yeah, in the but- other realm and plain yeah so my grandmother I don't know that she
4: was bored but she felt like she (laughs) had to do something she was making purses like at some point she was she's she started her own little purse thing and she's like I'm making bags for like all the women here but that's what she was in the living too like in the living she she was just always making stuff like she would look at a newspaper and look and look at when she retired she'd look at all the jobs and being like, I can do that. I can do that too. You know, like she was always either starting something or she was very, very active. And it was kind of cool to see that she was also still active in the other realm. Only now, like, you know, she gets to be with (laughs) my aunt and my uncle and her husband. Like she gets to like be with all these other people, have more time with them, which is really cool. And my aunt who's in the living, she is actually, um, living in her home that she passed away and I think it was last year no it was this year it was earlier this year she had a visitation from my grant her mother her mother and her brother and her little sister she said she was taking a nap on the couch and she felt somebody like slapping her face to kind of like wake her up and then she hears her mom's voice, my grandmother, saying, like, no, 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 let, like, let your sister sleep. Just let her sleep. Go, go with your brother. Like, oh. she's hearing this voice and she's, like, waking up because that's what was waking her up. And then yeah. all of a sudden, and, like, it just left. They just left. Oh. And she's like, oh, I guess, like, they came over to see what's how the house is, you know. Wow.
2: Oh, man. This yeah. is cool. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Whoa. I
2: really love that it's a family affair.
4: Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Smells are a very big thing, also. Um, depending on like where, if I'm visiting somebody's home, or um, there was one apartment I had where I, like literally just chilling, watching TV, and all of a sudden I smell like old lady perfume. Just kind of like walk past me, like waft. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who is here? Like, it's weird. Like, there's certain things, uh, Deja, that happened when I was. I was at her house over in Washington when she was another still there. T-
2: college program friend of ours. Nice.
3: <laughs>
4: and uh, I remember feeling really weird in one of her rooms. I think it was in the bottom basement area. I was like, I don't like something doesn't want me there. I don't know what it is. But then I smelled it and I smelled this thing. And I and I was telling her, I was like, there's someone here. There's somebody here. Like I could smell oh. them. They're They're here. And her mom was like, what do they smell like? And I describe it. And she's like, oh, that's my mother. You know, like this whole thing. She's wow. like, I guess she's here. And it's like, yeah. So. It yeah, was- yeah right doesn't you. Want me here.
3: <laughs> I, know, I know. I think yeah. she was just
4: like, who is in this house? Why are there so many people? Too many kids in here. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Whoa. Yeah. yeah.
4: But. Man.
2: I wish I would have asked you when you came to my apartment, if you felt anything, the ones, when I first moved to LA, I, it's so funny. I have a yes, picture your first and it's,
4: house,
2: and it's me and should and I think Nicole Byer mm-hmm. and Sashir Zamata. And yeah. is that it? Maybe someone no. else. But. And, um, um, uh, what's his name? John Milheiser. John. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, and yeah. it was like, we're, it's like very funny because it's like a picture right in front of like the wet bar that they have there yes it's still there i'm sure i hope i hope that wet bar is still there jesus um (laughs) but that is a a very haunted uh apartment so i would yes did you talk
4: about your the rain
2: yes about the whenever the man was talking at the foot of my bed (gasps) i could have used i could have used you should I? (laughs) i know i know But it's stuff like like that. Tell me what's up. What are you doing here? (sighs) What's going on?
4: Yes, yeah. No, those experiences definitely have. Especially when it rains, I think of you. I think of that moment too, where I was like, okay, like who's going to come? Like what's going to be swept through and and stuff like that. And I think a lot of just those visitations they are just passing through like or and it feels a lot like the movie ghost where where the dude's trying to like push the little cap the little yep. yeah where it's like okay because there's one apartment over here i'm brushing my teeth and the kleenex tissue just went poof, like it just flipped up and and out of <gasps> it and i'm like Okay, we have a visitor, you know, like, and it just seemed like someone was trying to like figure it out. And so I tell Joseph this, my partner, and um, we're going to bed and we're laying down and we can hear somebody's trying to click the light on, like literally trying to click it on. And we're both in bed awake hearing this. And we're like, can you stop? And then later on, like, Uh, Then then the person or whomever was passing through got ballsy and was able to push a vase of flowers over and we're like, okay, (gasps) no one was in the room. We were in in the room, but not like close enough for it to happen because it was in the kitchen and we were in the living room when it happened. So we're like, what the fuck? And that was it. And we had like those three sort of things. It was like the Kleenex, then the the light flip and, and that. And afterwards, I guess the person figured out like, all right, yeah. I got my I know how to touch stuff. Let's yeah, go. I got it. Now <laughs> I can go. Yeah. And this is
2: yeah. training ground. I got to go to the real shit yeah. now. Now, now. Now I am go going to my...
1: pottery with my girlfriend.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, has anything ever scared you, though? Um, or have, have you always been like seeing things with the curiosity or has anything been like, oh, well, I don't like this. And
4: it always starts off a little scary. Like even now, knowing what I can do now, what I'm trying to do is actually uh, exercise and, and doing it on my own to astral project because it happens without me even trying, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm not even trying to do it. Like I want to have the control to be able to do it. Now, right now I can control like keeping my soul in intact and inside my body. But when it does happen, I'm always like, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, where am I going now? You know, and yeah, I I just feel like I got thrown into an auto car and it's just driving me. And so I am fearful. Like there is still some fear to it because I don't know what I'm getting myself into and what I'm allowing uh, and when I told my parents about the nun, they even said, they're like, be careful who you allow inside. I'm like, I know, I know. Like, yeah. I, I, I know I need to be more careful. Uh, that was the first time that I've allowed someone inside. But I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to be much more mindful of, like, not doing that again.
2: Yeah, because other so, yeah. times people just kind of like you said push their way in or just like hopped in
4: yeah and that was literally what she was doing like it
2: was it was she was she probably thought she just could she probably she's
1: like everybody wants to soul, or
2: or she just messed with the wrong Bitch that day, yes. <laughs> boy did she! Boy, you know, and yeah. she was like, "Nope,
4: my body now." Like, no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: you don't. Yeah, she got her bird.
4: Let her, get out of yeah. here. Yeah, you, you got know like, Your nasty
2: bird. Bird people are like that. They're
1: weird. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. You hate birds, don't you? Like you think they're diseased? Like, I'm, no, I'm so nasty <laughs> Birds are disgusting creatures. Except for I penguins, know. they're perfect. I oh, like crows. like guess you like crows. <laughs> it's and that's so strange marcy they're the I, nastiest well, they're smart i know and that's scary <laughs> well, well uh, they're hilarious the reason
2: i don't like most birds is because i'm like get this is where we walk you have a whole fucking sky go away <laughs> yeah and yeah like, you no. got the
4: sky like give us the land
2: yeah like get yeah. out of you, you selfish bird um, they're so <laughs> selfish i hate birds <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this has all been amazing um um, if I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list them all and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using rocket money, I would have said a yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I've had and all the money I was wasting rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place and if I see something I don't want I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service, and they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in cancelled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. That's rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. Rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. A funny feeling is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you, to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. I know that in the past five years of going to therapy, I've really been able to assess what matters most to me and focus my life in a, in a much healthier way than I was before and knowing what's important, which is me and how I feel. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash feeling today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot L P.com/a slash feeling. What about aliens? I never ask the question that I normally ask, which is like, "What if anything do you believe about the paranormal?" But it sounds like you're pretty open yes. to a lot of yeah. it. Very, very. What open about to it. non-human beings? Is that <laughs> yeah. where you're going with the
4: whole aliens and stuff? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. what do you mean, like non-non-human, well, like other like, races, like other?
2: Yeah, I- just I non-humans. Think... Yeah, like, like if if it's like like the, the ghosts, I assume are humans. But the dead angel under your bed, I don't think was a human, right? Right.
4: And and, and I don't don't know how much of that, because that was my brother's vision, not my vision. And so I think what's interesting, too, because now that I've opened myself up mentally with even like psychedelics and other experiments and, and stuff like that, to... To actually see things that I never expected. I started crying. Oh, here's another thing I started crying when I was on Shrooms. Was I was like, holy fuck. Like the earth literally gives us the tools we need to heal ourselves. I I was like... We are so stupid. Like we're so like trying to get all these chemicals and stuff. When the earth is here providing it's like, dude, I have these shrooms. Like it'll heal your depression and anxiety. Like, why are you trying to do all this shit? You know, like yeah. why are you like sabotaging your brain when I have this for you? And, <laughs> and it was and it was interesting because I, I started crying of realizing, you know, like what everyone's experiencing, the the fires happening. Uh, natural disasters, right? It's like yeah. natural disasters are going to happen. And at the end of the day, it's also going to fix itself. Like it doesn't need mm-hmm. our help. Like we, yeah. we can only do so much and and try and lessen certain situations and, and the trauma event that happens with it. But at the end of the day, the earth will heal itself well, <laughs> and it's going to take time. And we just well, have yeah. to allow that to happen.
2: It's like that George Carlin bit where he's like, <laughs> you don't need to save the earth you don't need to save the earth the earth is gonna when you you're gonna die all of y'all all all of the human race is gonna die and then the earth is gonna figure out how to do something really fucking cool with all the plastic (laughs) we left behind
3: yeah like it doesn't
2: need us to save it it's going to kill us like that's who we should we should worry about saving ourselves (laughs) yes Uh, but as far as the Earth, she's going to be fine. Yes. Yes. And that's ex-
4: that that's totally what it feels like, where it's like, oh, you know, like, we are, we're the dummies that's, like, ruining it. Like, but but we are visitors. And that's the thing. Like, we are just visiting this planet on this plane in this lifetime. Like, I am just a visitor. Like, I, and I. And just like any <gasps> person who visits your home, you want to clean up after yourself. You want to be a good person, you know, a good guest and, yeah. and, a, and know that your host is here to take care of you. They're going to give you tea. They're going to give you coffee. You know, they're going to take care of you. And that's what the earth is. It's it's we're we are a guest in the earth's home and we just have wow. to do our part. So, yeah, like I and I've been much more connected with the earth itself, and, and realizing like, you know, like crystals and salt, you know, like this is through time it created these crystals. Through time it created this, you know, fresh spring water. Through time, like that's all it is, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this one, I, I can't remember if it was like a TED Talk or something like that, where it was talking about the lifetime of an ant or an insect. If they were born, you know, from their larva and they see the tree when they do until their lifetime, like. For them, they think that season only exists. They have no idea that there's four other seasons. You know, they have no right. idea that that tree is going to change. And that's basically how we are. Like, we have no idea. Like, this is all we know. Like, uh-huh. we have no idea if there's going to be another season right after this. You know, because yeah. this, is, this is our little lifetime. So, yeah, we just got to make the best and most out of it.
1: I yeah. like that of, like, being a visitor here. Where it's like, oh, we're on a vacation all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs>
2: Ooh. That's why it's so sick. We have to work. Yeah,
1: what the fuck,
2: <laughs>
3: man! <laughs>
2: Although I do gotta say that, as far as like work goes, I I um, uh, lucked up that my work is some pretty me enjoyable. <laughs> oh so, yeah, me
3: too.
1: Yeah, me too. big time, big time, big time. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
4: no, t- and should- I think go ahead. Well, I was no, thinking no, no, in no, work work for me the way I've been going about it. And, like, I'm also in in the, like, media industry and stuff like that. And it changes all the time. And, it, and it's interesting that we were in a time where, you know, I touched film before. Like, I, I know how to yep. do film and stuff. And then when the tsunami hit Japan and, and all this other stuff, like, Kodak was gone for a while. And all of a sudden we're like, mm-hmm. holy fuck, like, the the amount of film that's going to be able to be produced or anything, like, that was gone for a good while. Until I was like, all right, now we got to do digital, and to what's the be next al- move? Yeah, right, and to be alive during this time where like things started changing, and you see the transition from film to digital, and then from digital from the big screen to the TV to like online, you're like, holy, like you you yourself have to evolve with it. Yeah. Or you're just left behind, you know, and and it's interesting, like every job, the way I perceive it, you know, being a student of the world is like, OK, this is just an, another school. It's it's education. It's educational. I don't have all the answers. It's going to keep changing. And I'm just here to, like, learn as much as I go.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's good. That's really cool. Oh, shit. That's right. really good. <laughs> I'm, wow, man. My mind. You, you blew it that's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blue. Blue.
3: um
2: do you have any other stories you want to tell us or if not i can pull up a listener story but if you have a story that's just gnawing at you let me know
4: i don't know i'm trying to think i mean those are like my main ones oh okay so there was this one time <laughs> yes. I, I i didn't get to see it see it but i remember um so I, I guess I was 20, 21. this was a time early, you know, early 2000s, wearing my Jinkos. I was also big into raves and,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, good, and just, good. yeah. So <laughs> what I, DJs did you like? Just real quick. What DJs? <laughs> DJ
4: Irene was my favorite. She was like local here in, okay. uh, in Texas. So I would watch her all the time. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah. And then like when I would roll at, a friend's house or whatever, we'd always have like Chemical Brothers playing in the background. Yes. Like I was just obsessed with Chemical Brothers and Daft <laughs> yes. Punk and all that. I was yeah. just the view the music videos, we would just watch them all the time, oh, right?
1: That, yeah. 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 So cool. those were
4: those were a lot of fun. <laughs> and and one particular house that we were rolling at and we were just so super gone and, and out of it. And then the next morning, um, one of our friends was telling The the person who lives in the house He's like dude what was up with your sister Why was she just on the table And he's like oh that's not my sister That's the ghost that lives here And we're just like wait what And he's like yeah she'll like show up But he's like she was just sitting Like standing on the table staring at us (gasps) And you all saw it no, he saw it mainly because oh, okay. I was too busy tripping on my thing. I think that was one of the first times that I was in the mirror looking at like in looking in the mirror and I was looking in my eye and I was like, whoa, But <laughs> he was just like, oh, yeah, no, that's the like he didn't tell us he didn't tell us about her at all. And it wasn't until one of us was like, what was up with your sister? He's like, oh, no, that's not my sister. That's <gasps> the ghost that lives in the house. And we're like, wait, what? You like, we did all this shit and you didn't tell us. He's wow. like, yeah, like she, she'll just show up when she wants to. And that's been a very common thing, not just in his house, but even like uh, my other friends houses, too, where they're like, wow. and it's mainly kids for some reason. Like there was this one kid who like would watch TV and but well, he was a ghost. Like they what do little t- kids
2: do? Yes. annoy their older siblings cuz they <laughs> want to be included right? That's like, yes, hey, right. Or even or like oh, all
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: like spying on you. Like I would yes. remember I I can remember my sister at a party oh, and yeah. when she was in high school and I hid in her closet. Yes. <laughs> To see yeah. if anyone's yeah. yeah, gonna want go to watch make what's out. Going on. Yeah.
1: yeah did anybody end up making out there Margie come
2: on uh n- I don't think so I think one of our friends found me and then I <laughs> for- like and then we started like dressing up in our clothes or something stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> good, and good, then good. everyone got mad because it was like a high school boy and I was like yeah that's weird I guess because oh, I'm yeah six years younger so <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, that's very, very, I do, I do have one more story. And this goes into yes. the whole trusting your gut. And this was something I learned from my dad. So my dad, when he was younger, like in his teens, uh, later teens, he had this weird dream. In this dream, he said, all he saw was this hand with a knife that was coming straight at him. <gasps> right? So this was a dream. Wow. Then A couple weeks after that, maybe a week or or two after, he and his brother were on their way to a birthday party. And as they're walking, his brother's like, oh, let's cut through the alley. It's, you know, it'll be a straight shot. So they start walking and my dad's like, no, 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 I don't want to. I don't feel good about Uh this. And he's like, dude, like, come on, don't be a pussy. Like, it's literally on the other end. He's like, I don't feel good about this. But he does it anyways, right? goes through the alley and there were some dudes there that were like looking for his brother and they start oh. jumping him <gasps> so my dad's like fuck i gotta protect my brother right so he goes in oh, and there was shit. a dude with a fucking knife and <gasps> stabbed him stabbed him in the head stabbed him. your like, dad around. my dad they stabbed my dad and he was like Ooh. i dreamt this and i felt <gasps> it he's like and i felt it in my gut he goes i felt it in my gut We should not be here. I dreamt this and I felt it and I still did it. So he tells me this story when I'm a teenager and he's like, if you start feeling these things, listen to it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Then I'm 18. This is in December. And I only know this because it was one of my friend's birthdays. So she was one of the crazy girls whom I would get all my drugs with because she was heavily into drugs. And we would just get super fucked up and it's her birthday and a whole group of us were already like high and and drunk and she's like, I want to go drive down the canals. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we get in her car and then I started getting the gut feeling. I started like feeling like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Let's not go. And, And I tell her, I was like, can we go back? And she's pissed at me. She's like, should I? It's my fucking birthday and you're ruining my birthday. And I'm like, dude, I don't feel good about this. Like I'm about to throw up. I don't feel like the nerves started coming. Right? Yep. So she's mad at me and she turns back around. Next day, they found some dead bodies there at the canal <gasps> that we were about to go to. And, I'm, oh. and I told her, I was like, dude, I fucking told you. I did not feel good about this. I'm so glad we didn't go. Because, like, could have been us would have
1: seen or, yeah, right. yes. not, if someone was
4: dumping bodies or whatever. But I was like, we were on fuck. our way and I literally did not feel good. And I was like, let's go back. Please, let's go back. And I didn't give a fuck that she was mad at right. me. And she was like, you're ruining my birthday. I was like, no, my dad told me that I need to listen. And I'm listening. Yeah. And I'm so, so glad I did.
1: Well, how did she respond L- Yeah, like when it was she was like, a fucking were- cunt <laughs> she was just like whatever <laughs> whatever I'm like, we right, would have had fun we would have yeah. had fun like yes. I mean,
2: you know we only lived together for like six months straight but I've yeah. known you forever like Shanae's not like one to like put a damper on like she's you go with it like you're not I go with the to- flow
4: I will go with the flow and I'm totally down I'm like yeah fuck it let's do it but when I start feeling I was like I don't feel good about this I don't feel right about yeah. this like let's like I, I do not. I will stop. I'm like I cannot be a part of this. Wow. So I listen.
1: I listen now. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Yeah. I had that before going to Knives Out. Mono <gasps> and I, we were going to Knives uh, Out, yeah. and we're like, let's get stoned in the car. And as soon as we pulled up to ArcLight, I started getting really anxious. And Mono's like, let's get stoned. I was like, I don't, I don't want to. I don't know why I'm just feeling really weird about it and it was one of the weirdest movie experiences <laughs> we've ever been in cuz it was packed and like yeah. people were getting in fights <gasps> and yelling at people what? for talking yeah and like it was it was one of the wildest movie moments <laughs> yeah, like the I've audience ever had. and everything yeah yeah and I was just kind of like whoa and Mono afterwards was like you had, like, a feeling it was gonna be weird, and it was. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. It was strange. It was really strange. And then a dude, we moved, because we love talking during movies, but, like, you know, we say funny stuff. Uh, (laughs) We're we're entertaining. So we're like, (laughs) let's move, because, like, fights were happening in front of us. We're like, let's get out of here. So we go far away from anybody. And a dude very, like... Far away from us, I guess, hears us talking. He's like, would you do? shut the fuck up? And we're like, whoa. And then he starts talking. Shut up. To somebody else. And we're like, what's going on? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I would have lost my mind if I was stoned, and that was all. Oh yeah! You know what? Like... And I
4: think that's what she was trying to throw too. You know, like when you're high, you like get paranoid and stuff. She's like, "You're just being paranoid." I'm like, "No! Like this is this I know is my paranoia. Like this feels different. This yeah. is more than
2: that. Yeah, Dead bodies. Ooh.
1: Yes, especially because yes. like."
2: If you would have gotten mess, Mixed up in that That could have been bad Because that's also like I don't
1: On every level If way. I'm going to say Something offensive
2: gone. I might cut it out But that's a part of Texas That actually has Like a <laughs> yes. lot of Yeah
3: Yes like, No that's not
4: a fa- that, that, that was during a time When like cartel Was very very Was starting heavier Like uh. enough so that and like people were like Being kidnapped
2: And yes. like taken By Like yeah. people in the United States were like Being taken right. And like a lot of women Whoa and right. stuff like i'm i'm like a friend of a friend wrote a book about brownsville so i mm-hmm. had a, a lot of stuff that happened so uh wow. yeah so like it could have been yeah, like it's actually legitimate
4: fear yeah really
2: fucking bad like um yeah just because of like there was so much like there was so, so many much violence there was some yeah. yeah
4: no no yeah. one and that's what's crazy like Uh, And I guess this was like 99 or something like that. But yeah, like we were just being stupid. And that was a time where you could cross, like I would skip school and just we'd drive to Mexico to get fucked up because, you know, legal age is... 18 yep. or even younger to like drink and, and get stupid and and then we'd walk back the the border and we'd have like drugs on us and they'd either like confiscate it they wouldn't do shit like they were just like confiscated they're like don't get caught with coke next time you know like shit like that and Whoa. nothing like we it was just so loosey-goosey down there during that time but at the same time we were opening ourselves to fucking yep. getting kidnapped and murdered so yeah yeah, yeah
3: whoa
2: it's very funny 19 year old marcy was so square and to have <laughs> i was like should i is a bad girl <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: and i was like oh we're getting smirnos all right cool whatever <laughs> like, where the, where's the hard
2: liquor where's the real <laughs> shit <laughs> yes now shall we listen to a listener
0: story yes let's do it okay
1: yeah yeah
0: Hey Betsy and Marcy, thank you so much for the podcast. I love listening to it. This is my uh, third time sending it to you guys because I have a lot of stuff happen to me, but this one um, isn't so scary, I suppose. It has a funny ending, and um, it was inspired by the listener who sent in the story of her four-year-old trying to pretend to be a statue so her mom wouldn't see her, and it's scaring the crap out of her. Um, So... started off uh this day i had been hanging out with a family friend jeffrey wells shout out he wrote the book um bigfoot in georgia and he was telling us all of these crazy stories of bigfoot that he's you know researched and heard and all kinds of stuff and um one of them really messed me up um and it was particularly poignant this night but um There was this kid who lived on the second floor of his house and um, every night he would hear something tapping on his window. And he would look outside and he would see this Bigfoot. He didn't know what it was. He was really little. And it was motioning for him to come outside. And um, it scared him good. And so he ran and told his parents and they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him. They didn't believe what happened night after night for a while. And, um, finally his parents saw, um, that something had been walking outside his window and, um, they called a, uh, animal trapper or someone, I can't remember, or animal control probably to go and see what it was. And, um, they found Footprints and stuff, and the uh, I think they got a Bigfoot expert out there after they saw the footprints, and they said that um, whatever it was probably Bigfoot it was emaciated, and so they're thinking that they're trying to that he was trying to lure the child outside so he could eat it. So that was creepy, and um, but that was I heard that story <laughs> earlier in the day, and by the time it was so late, 4 o'clock in the morning, because high schoolers don't need sleep, I suppose. Um, I was sitting at my kitchen countertop, which faces the kitchen. Um, It's a little bar, and to your left is the wall, and there's, like, these big windows, and to the right is the rest of the house and down the hallway to the bedroom. So I'm sitting there on my laptop, probably on Tumblr, and um, I hear, tap, tap. And that story immediately floods back into my mind. And I'm like, it's Bigfoot and he's going to try to eat me. Not a little kid, so this one must be real hungry. And um, I just freeze. And I'm like, maybe it was nothing. And I listen again and I hear tap, tap, tap. And I'm like, okay. And I close my laptop and I slide out to the right. I do not look at the window because if you look at it, it's going to get you. I have seen that horror movie. And I go down the hall to my bedroom, change into my pajamas, and then go and knock on my mom's bedroom door. And I'm like, mom, I think I heard something. She didn't hear anything, go to bed. I'm like, no, there's someone outside. They're tapping on the window. I I heard it, it woke me up. (laughs) And um, so she finally gets out of bed and I'm standing behind her because I am coward. And uh, she goes down and she turns on the kitchen light and uh she's like i found your intruder and i look and my cat is sitting on the windowsill outside tapping on the window oh i could have killed myself but thank you guys i hope you enjoy it Ooh, that cat yeah. wanted to eat her that cat totally <laughs>
1: wanted to happens. eat her it does i you, mean
2: do you remember the uh, From uh, are you afraid of the dark or scary stories to tell in the dark about the cat? Like let's wait till let's wait till what's his name? Is it like it's Marvin or something? Like let's something. I'll look it up. But (laughs) that's Bigfoot thing is wild. How? What are you feeling? I love that there's an expert
4: too. (laughs)
2: Me yeah, too. I mean, trust me. Uh, Betsy and I went to Utah and we met some people who had like Bigfoot encounters, and then they wow, uh, told us more about them afterwards. So, like, people are into
1: Bigfoot, yeah, yeah, people are really into Bigfoot,
2: yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Should I? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, it's interesting because it that story also reminds me of like another story. And it's, it's kind of like one of those where, where I don't know if it's a trope at this point where it's always like somebody's on the window and somebody wants to eat like the same sort of deal, like, uh, like luring you outside of your home. And it's such an interesting take. Um, but it makes sense for like, I guess wherever that kid was living at that Bigfoot was a big thing. And, I don't know. I'd be a very lazy Bigfoot looking for chicken instead of <laughs>
3: kids. Like, it just takes
4: too
2: much work right?
3: to like. Yeah. It was so, so, cool. so
2: if all you have to do is wiggle your finger at a kid, like, come here. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but it's, it's
1: not working. No, well, it,
2: it maybe it didn't for that kid, but it True. could. It could. It's okay. It, the name of the cat is Wait. It's the story is called Wait Till Martin Comes.
1: Wait and the till oh, martin that the-
2: comes. that's the yes. scary stories to tell in the dark wait till Eww. martin comes and it's about this i believe it's like a man who like is traveling through the forest and comes upon a little a little shack and goes inside and he falls asleep and he wakes up and there's a cat uh-huh and he's like oh that's weird and he goes back to sleep and he wakes up later <laughs> and there's two cats oh and he's like the the second cat is bigger than the first and the first cat says should we do it now Ew. and the bigger cat says "No, let's wait till Martin comes oh. and they keep this keeps happening and the cats are oh getting bigger God. and bigger Ew. and then he's like I got the <laughs> fuck out of there I don't want to see who, how big Martin okay. was yeah, Martin is like, it. <laughs> I'm good
3: I'm yeah.
2: good
4: Whoa. Um, this has wait been really
2: f- really fun should I oh wait yeah, tell us you. about your podcast oh yeah
4: So I am currently, I've been playing uh, D&D for like the last year and a half, maybe two. I'm on a second campaign right now. And it's called Party in Peril, where we, this time around in this campaign, we're playing the villains. And and so, yeah, so now like we've changed the role where we're the villains in our point of view of how we're like going into this new realm. But it's been very, very interesting. It's my first time doing d d or last year was, but I love that whole strategy games. Like, I love, you know how we were talking about the thing and the, the board game? Yeah. So when I, when I, played that I was I was the thing kind of thing and I had to pretend you know like you have to sort of yes. like fuck with with people and be like oh no like that room it's locked like I really looked at that room there's no one there but really like <laughs> yeah yeah shit going on and I <sighs> I love that like I love playing strategy games it I I love where I can think about my move and how (laughs) how to fuck with people's heads and get away with it basically so there's something cool about it so the podcast that we're in is called party in peril and that's basically all it is it's just different sort of games we'll probably do like a star wars one later on but there's so many other like strategy build up games that you know just kind of like exercises that
2: stimulation that that mental stimulation within it so i love it that's so cool that's awesome um is there anything else you want to plug or promote or tell people how to find you uh yeah you can follow us or find us on nerd
4: sloth that's actually like the i guess like a Not really a network, but we have, like, a whole bunch of other archival podcasts from different shows that I've been on, like, way back in the years. I had one about just sex, had one about comics, had one about a whole bunch of different things. So I'm sure it's on there. But, yeah, nerdsloth.com. We have an Instagram, same Twitter, things like that. And there'll be, like, a list of all these different shows. And I think there's going to be another one for, like, spooky stuff as well. Ooh. Nice. And what about... There's uh, one called uh, Marathon, which is about
2: like horror movies. Which oh, cool,
4: wow. yeah, I'll nice. check
2: that out. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, thank
2: you so much for being with us. Should yeah, I? Thank you. Yeah, thank you, you for
4: inviting me. I
2: appreciate it. Was it. Awesome, it was fun. Boopity boo! <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That is what <laughs> Nicole <laughs> Nicole does that when we record our other podcast oh, so that's uh, great i stole it um you
1: stole it from her
2: oh gosh hey, it was so okay. great to talk to should
1: how fun and what a rad rad human being
2: she's really awesome she's yeah. an awesome person
1: always has been
2: always will be always
1: will be oh how cool like yeah. What a yeah it seemed like you guys had a blast too becoming friends
2: yeah, she, we were, we were partying, we were going nuts. Good, good. Um. All right, I'm going to read you a story. Yes, please. Okay, this is entitled Haunting in a SoCal Mountain Host with a Little Girl. Wow, that, Haunting in a SoCal Mountain Host with a Little Girl, that's a lot of words that I Whoa. don't quite yet fully understand them all. <laughs> Let's go. Let's all
1: figure right. it out. <laughs> hey
2: guys, you guys are awesome. I've benched all of your show. It's a great it's great to listen to during the witching hour. <gasps> what?
1: You're too brave. That's too <sighs> scary.
2: Please keep my name anonymous or make one up if you by chance would like to use a story. Okay, we're gonna call you we're Tipper. Make-
1: tipper gore. Tipper gore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what if you scroll down, you're like, "Oops, it's Tipper Gore's email." I didn't
2: already say the name, right? No, you said Tipper. Okay, just want to make sure. I was like, maybe I didn't say it already. Whoops! I don't
1: think so. I don't think so.
2: I'll never know. No way to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I keep feeling like I should send over one of my few stories, many of which my partner has experienced in tandem with me. Cool. We'll share the below, but happy to share more as I have plenty. Ugh, yes, already. do it,
1: Tipper Gore. Tippi, Come on. Tippity.
2: <laughs> um, My partner and I love to do Airbnbs together Al at least Gore. four times a year. That's
1: Al Gore. <laughs> Tipper, yeah, the owl, my partner Al Gore and I. I'm sorry. I'll drop it. I'll drop it. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. Al
1: Gore
2: invented the internet. Okay, my partner Al Gore and I love to do Airbnbs together at least four times a year.
3: Nice, nice.
2: We are LA locals. Hey, dude. Yeah. And book them to explore California through these weekend getaways. A couple of years ago, we booked a mountain house in the San Bernardino Mountains in a super small town. Uh, the San Bernardino Mountains cover a large territory. Yeah. I think I know where those are. That's like on the way to That's, Big Bear and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, the town where we rented this particular house consists of a single store <gasps> with things like firewood and frozen food, toilet Ooh. paper and soap and is next to one small park around a tiny lake. <gasps> and there are like 20 surrounding Christian camps, which creeps me out itself.
1: Yes. yes. creepy. Whoa. Oh, I love this already. You got it. Tipper Gore, you got to send us the name of this town. It's Crystal Lake Town. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. <laughs> Okay. We pulled up to the house we booked. One of those homes where the first story is at the bottom of a hill, and the second story is built along the slope of a hill. Yeah. It's a very dark first floor entry with two bedrooms across from one another at the base of the stairs. Very non-feng shui energy.
1: <laughs>
2: the second story is in the living space with an oak. The second story is the living space with an open kitchen and huge windows that open out to the deck, bright and filled with light. We walk around the small town, make dinner, and go to bed pretty early. Right as I'm falling asleep in the weird downstairs bedroom, (gasps) I hear what is best described as a loud and sudden owl screech in my ear. Ew, owl screech? I decided to chalk it up to some of those weird voices or sounds you hear when you're on the brink of sleep, which I believe is much bigger universal consciousness thing in general. But that's a different story.
1: <laughs> oh, <Whoa>, yeah.
2: Whoa. <gasps> that just made me think of, have I ever talked about the bubble app? What? It's like this sleep app that like catches, it's like people record their dreams and there's like worldwide there will be trends in, in dreams. And it's not always to do with like what's happening in the world, but it'll be like across like internationally. There will be like people are dreaming about
1: zoos, or like, like, do you 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 put in what you dreamed about? Yeah, you log it, and there's like all these keywords
2: and stuff, so that they can like categorize it.
1: Whoa! I don't know if it's really called. I went to Vegas and had a bunch of dumplings.
2: (laughs) Oh God, that's that you. That's you dreamed about living the dream. That's it. <laughs>
1: well, Whoa, that's cool.
2: Um, Within minutes, I started hearing what feels like a voice in my head, but also aimed at my ear that is not turned onto the pillow. No. It's a young girl's voice <gasps> saying, my daddy doesn't like you anymore.
1: Oh, <gasps> no. Ooh, I just got so many chills. That's disgusting.
2: Oh, my, my God. My daddy Shh.
1: doesn't like you anymore. My daddy doesn't
2: like you anymore.
1: Ew. Or, my daddy doesn't like you anymore. Stop it, Marcy. You're sick for doing that. My daddy Ew. doesn't like you anymore. Ew. Stop it.
2: She sounded very upset and around the age of six years old. Oh. It felt as if she had liked me, but then her dad did not. And now she was Ew. angry with me. You know, how kids will get upset over something their parents are upset about. And yep. it's just kind of mimic their anger, even though they don't fully understand the situation. Yep. It had that feeling. I know that exactly. That Oof. is a perfect way to describe it that I never thought of before. Yeah. Tipper, you're brilliant. Tipper Gore. You got Tipper. It. Um, I am aware and always try to open my mind, communicating and tuning in while I fall asleep. So once again, I chalk this up to that phenomenon cut to probably around 2 a.m. Uh, I hear what sounds like someone running up and down the stairs outside the bedroom we are in. Oh, So loud, almost like a heavy ball is being tumbled up and down the stairs.
0: Oh. I realize
2: my partner is sleeping next to me and not being woken up by it so I figure I'm overreacting.
3: What?
2: I assume I'm hearing things in this house I'm unfamiliar with. It gets worse.
1: No! Stop! Constant
2: tipper, tipper. Uh, constant running up and down the stairs, loudly walking around the kitchen above us. At some point, my partner gets up out of bed. I don't say anything. I hear him walk around. I hear Al walk around <laughs> <laughs> upstairs and come back to bed. Al does this a couple times, and when he does, the other sounds stop for that period. Oh, the sounds happened all night. I barely sleep. In the morning, I walk upstairs to have breakfast and coffee with my, with Al, my man. <laughs> with my man, Al. With my man, who is already up uh, early as usual. He asks, how did you sleep? I respond, bad. His eyes light up as he asks me why. And I start just by talking about the noises in the house. He had spent the entire night silently next to me in bed, <sighs> hearing all the same sounds. That's why he went upstairs in the middle of the night. He, uh. Just assumed I was sleeping through it all, like I had assumed with oh. him. <gasps> Communication, guys, oh. is key. Al Whoa. Tipper, you gotta communicate.
1: <laughs> Al Tip, come
2: on. Um, not only that, oh god, he had dreamt of a young girl begging to come inside from the deck on the second <gasps> story. <sighs> I am covered in chills. Oh. You don't
1: let her in, man.
2: I have piss all over my seat. <laughs> so gross the cats are lapping
1: oh god i pissed myself and my cats love it (laughs) that means i gotta keep pissing myself i gotta make the kitties happy
2: okay sorry 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 uh okay in the dream he went to her he is a father of a daughter that's just a side note about al we all know al gore has got kids <laughs> okay so in the dream he went to her because he's a father of a daughter and before he went to let her into the house though through the sliding glass door on the deck her hands and face began to press through the glass as it emerged and as it emerged through the glass it revealed itself as a ghostly screaming corpse Whoa. <sighs> A river of piss in my house. Okay.
1: Yeah, it looks like that movie River Wild. <laughs> oh, shit. Like- I just saw Meryl Streep go hop a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> um What? Fuck. okay Wait, will you he- read that sentence one more okay. time? Because only perfect.
2: Okay, I'm going to read it all. Not only that, he had dreamed of a young girl begging to come inside oh. from the deck on the second story. Mm. In the dream, he went to her. He's a father of a daughter. And before he went to let her into the house through the sliding glass doors to the deck, her hands and face began to press through the glass. And as it emerged through the glass, it revealed itself as a ghostly screaming corpse.
1: Oh, God, that's like beautifully written.
2: I also like that it's it, 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 like from being a child to this corpse, it goes from like her to it like immediately. Yes!
1: Um well, wow. So Ooh, this is oh I got so many chills. And I can see on your screen piss is just filling up. <laughs> I'm worried
2: about my computer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: <laughs> he messes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've been getting giggle fits in these lately. Glad the giggles. Um, He messaged the owner once our trip was over and asked her, had she ever experienced anything weird in the house? She was super cool about it and intrigued, but she said they hadn't. She then asked him if we had unplugged the outdoor security cameras during our stay. The main one being on the deck where my partner dreamed of the little girl asking to be let in. Apparently, when we arrived, the cameras had turned off. And when we left, the cameras went right back on. No! Oh, shit. We did not unplug them. We didn't even notice the cameras. The owners said they have never had them turn off before. All they know about their vacation home is that the last owners had left the house with everything in it, including prescription medications.
1: Don't buy that.
2: Laundry still in the dryer. Don't dishes, buy that. open doors, paperwork and mail, everything. But here's why they did buy it, Betsy, because it's a rental property, so they don't care. All right. Like, my neighbor just bought a house in Joshua Tree, and it's like, yeah, Joshua that's like not- tree. <laughs> Joshua, Joshua
1: Tree. Joshua ar- Tree. Joshua Tree. <laughs> I, but, I mean, yes, but also something happened. Wait, could you
2: get more money on a rental if it's haunted?
1: I think, depending on some, some places, yes
2: if it were like halloween and i was like betsy do you want to go stay in a haunted house with me we'll have a bunch of friends we'll all go and it'll be nuts would you do it
1: yes i would i would be a mess the whole time but because i'm gonna i'm gonna message tipper and ask Tipper, (laughs) (laughs) let's do it i'd give it a whirl um since my partner and have I have a heart attack.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll bring okay. some beta blockers. Perfect. There uh, we go. <laughs> since my partner and I have both had other paranormal experiences apart and together, we instinctively feel like something had followed us there. Oh. We don't necessarily think the house itself was the haunting. Something just happened to decide to join us on our vacation. Thanks Betsy and Marcy. Keep it up.
1: Tipper. Oh, <laughs> Tipper Gore. That's wow and something fun i think the house if they if when they bought the house and everything was still there everything it's the house and tipper i think tipper gore you and al (laughs) are just yeah maybe more sensitive and kind of more accepting of like yeah Yeah. we see these things and so maybe they're like hell yeah game on turn the cameras off let's i mean because you would
2: think that if it followed them there it would follow them other places right 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 that's, that's
1: my th- stinking that's a good that's good stinking wow that was whew, really that was lots s- of good chills pretty, sc- pretty scary good heightening <sighs> to uh camera shutting off because then the house being oof oh wow that like yeah that that uh that really nailed me. That really <sighs> nailed me in the face. Um found okay.
2: my oar. I found my oar, so I'm paddling down my
1: <laughs> river of piss. Don't let Kevin Bacon get you. Don't let <laughs> Kevin Bacon get you. Uh, uh, okay, are you ready for one? I'm ready. This is called Classy AF Ghosts and Cat Mom. Ooh. All right. Hi, Marcy and Betsy. First, I absolutely adore you both and this podcast. Aww, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. This podcast fills a void in my life that I didn't even know existed. I probably sound like a maniac to my neighbors laughing hysterically while listening, but worth it. Aww. Nice. <laughs> Be that maniac, neighbor. I love it. Um, I have two short and sweet stories to share. <laughs> okay. Number one. This one comes from my mom. My mom grew up in Vietnam with eight siblings. She was one of the oldest, so you could imagine she needed her space from her younger siblings, I bet. Uh, So in the attic, she would put up a makeshift tent to have some privacy and room of her own. One night, her tent was set up and ready for her occupancy. But when she went up to the attic, she started hearing whispers. <laughs> no, thank you. Turn around. Every now down. and then there is a
2: whisper in my attic, and I'm gonna cry and throw up. Turn <laughs> around,
1: so Every You're not haunted.
2: <laughs> we gotta work on our parody. We, we our got lyrics you. are
1: all over the place. You know what? I'm gonna blame it on Zoom. <laughs> Yeah,
2: we're it's it's the if lag. We've been
1: in our studio our music studio. We would have just created gold. Gold. Um, I love gold. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> gold member. He eats his skin. <laughs> it's so gross. Okay, okay. Started hearing whispers. She started walking towards the tent a clearly brave person, as I would have ran in the other direction and screamed for my life. I'm with you. I would have yeah. fucking bailed. No. I would have thrown the tent out the window and <laughs> lit the house on fire. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to kill everyone inside. <laughs> uh, okay. The whispers then became more audible and she realized it was in Japanese, not Vietman- Vietnamese her native language. <laughs> Vietnam. Uh,
2: Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I know. Reading makes throws it off, I get it.
1: Reading is hard. <laughs> uh okay. When she looked in the tent, she saw two older Japanese men in business suits <gasps> talking to one another. Ah! Immediately as her presence was known, they both turned their head to look at her. She described it as her blood literally running cold, and that's when she booked it out of there. <gasps> However, she never interpreted them as malicious. Maybe they needed a meeting space beyond the grave to discuss business matters? She would tell me this as a bedtime story when <laughs> I was a child. Kind of questions her idea of comforting bed story, bedtime story, lol. Goodnight Moon would have sufficed. <laughs> Whoa! Goodnight Moon's also very melancholy. I don't know what that's about. You're saying Goodnight to the Moon? Yeah.
2: Uh oh, I'm going night night myself. I started Uh-oh. yelling. Oh. once we
1: say good once we say good night, Marcy just Uh-oh. collapses. <laughs> I just, uh, I
2: don't know why it's like a Pavlovian uh, thing. <laughs> it is because it's four thirty-seven right now. Dark.
1: It's so dark outside. I was just saying, I was like, oh my god, it's fucking nighttime now.
2: Should um, I start going to bed at like eight p.m. and then waking up at four a.m. <laughs> so I can get more daylight? I mean,
1: that's very like pioneer woman of you.
2: Yeah, I wear. I I'll kill a snake. <laughs> That's um, also
1: so pioneering <laughs> Yeah, I'll kill a snake
2: and then uh marry a man that
1: his wife you. died
2: in labor and take that kid. <laughs> that's my kid now, right? This uh, is my kid now, huh? That's how it works. Okay. But why were Japanese businessmen in her tent?
1: Is it it's so The specifics are so incredible. Like And it wasn't.
2: She didn't wake up to it. She walked into it.
1: She walked into it. They noticed her. Yeah. What is that?
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like rents really expensive in Japan.
1: So let's go to Vietnam and (laughs) they
2: gotta go. They gotta kill. They gotta be dead uh, and go to Vietnam because the only way their business can thrive.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So it's. I wonder what that is. Or yeah, like. Or was it like um. What's the one where it's like, uh, (laughs) you uh, pretty much you see a snippet of something that had happened. Yeah, like a time slip, or like maybe uh, that.
2: Yeah, I mean. It's i but it's like Japan and Vietnam are different places, right? They're
1: different places, yes. They're definitely like they're pretty far away, far, right? Yes. They're they're different places. Fair. I know that's so strange and specific. And yeah, she it wasn't as though she was like in a dream state or like groggy. Yeah. Whoa, dude. I don't know. I
2: don't know. Why are those business people in your <laughs> I don't maybe know Maybe they maybe they had a proposition for
1: business for your mom? <laughs> yeah, maybe they weren't ghosts and your mom's just like, Hey, I'm trying to get in like a the... Shark Tank
2: situation. <laughs> yes,
1: I got a really great product. I'm trying to get on Shark Tank. <laughs> 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 Remember that Shark Tank where it's the dude like <laughs> <laughs> trying to like he's like selling a lock like a really good lock quote unquote for your doors and he has a door that he's like here's just a normal everyday lock and he like deadbolts it and stuff and cannot break the door down
2: (laughs) he was trying to prove that it's a bad lock and
1: he runs at it like has two legs up kicking it like he has like a hammer and he's bashing it it is so funny i'll send you the clip oh my god it really made me please please very happy um okay number two this story is my personal one my mom passed away from breast cancer and i had a really rough time dealing with it oh i'm I'm so so sorry that fucking sucks yeah, Um. she was the most caring person in the world, and her death was very sudden. Mm. OK, a couple of years later, I noticed this feral black cat, which I named Boba, roaming my backyard and eating grass, feeling so bad for her. I put out food and water and would try to pet her. But being a feral cat, she was very skittish to human touch. Marcy knows all about that.
2: Oh, I got a bunch of them in my (laughs) house right now.
1: They're just like that. (laughs) Just like that. Um, Fast forward a year later, Boba finally allowed me to pet her, but never pick her up. And even though she would venture in the house, she would never sit in my lap. Yes, it took an eternity just to build up to touching her. I spell this out because what happened next is strange. It was the anniversary of mom's death and Boba jumped on my bed, which she has never done, and laid on my chest. Again, I could barely touch her without her running away most times. She just laid on my chest peacefully. I can't articulate why, but I just felt like my mom was channeling Boba to be with me since she couldn't physically. Just to clarify, I don't think my cat is my mom, but I do believe that that morning on the anniversary of her passing, my mom sent Boba to check up on me and consult me. This has never happened again, but that moment comforts me, though. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, this has never happened again, but that moment comforts me. Those times I really miss my mom. Oh. oh, And Boba is part of the family now, obviously. I hope these weren't too long. Keep it spooky. Take care, Liz. Oh, wow. Oh, my that God. Is, oh. That is so, like, just a special, like, yeah. Something, something, told Boba, hey, hey, go take care of Liz. Yeah, you know, oh, oh, Boba,
2: that's so sweet. And I would feel this like, um, my like my cats are, <laughs> the mommy cat's not so feral. She doesn't like to be picked up, but the other cats are like pretty wild so if one of them just suddenly one day came to lay on my chest I'd be I would definitely think it was some sort of divination
1: (laughs) yes 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 oh that is so sweet
2: I know oh these are so good you guys
1: these are really great thank you so much for sending them yes to us um they yeah they bring us a lot of joy I know (laughs) truly it is. Wild wild time.
2: Wild wild time. Uh well I we have we a meeting. Wild wild time. <laughs> I got a we- meeting with some Japanese ghost <laughs> business guys, so Wait, so you know these dudes.
1: No, these are other guys. Oh, these are probably- okay,
2: okay. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Cause you got an idea for Shark Tank, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh <laughs> I can't think of an idea, guys. I tried. That's I was, okay.
1: It's, it's a rubber du- duck <laughs> that, that holds you in the bathtub. It's weird. I mean, that's a pretty great idea. It just holds you up. But, Marcy, I know it's dark out, so you got to go to bed so you can make uh, butter in the morning. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have enough candles for walking to your bedroom? Oh,
2: <laughs> I just use the moonlight.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's I don't nice. have
2: a roof. I don't have a roof,
1: so... <laughs> yeah 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 Well, be careful of hawks trying to pick at you
2: oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I i always wake up with nits all in my hair it's a nightmare <laughs> a gopher oh, in my
1: <laughs> gopher up my pantaloons <laughs> i mean that one felt kind of good though right the gopher oh yeah up i'd wiggle pantaloons. around Ooh, i thought yeah. it was my husband <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't don't joke. He'll get mad. Yeah, he's so jealous. <laughs> he's so Damn. jealous of that gopher. <laughs> <laughs> Are you with that gopher again? You better not be no, with Jeremiah, that. No, of course not. <laughs> Woohoo!
2: All right. Well. Oh yeah, we did it. <laughs> Time to make the bread. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, yeah! Thank you so much for listening to A Funny Feeling.
2: If you have a paranormal experience that you would like to share, please send us a voice memo. Or you can email us just a letter at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. I'm Marcy. I'm Betsy. And don't Don't shit shit your
1: your pants. pants!